0: It's going to be a cold start to Sunday, and while well, we've got the showers, obviously that does bring the risk of some ice on the roads through the night and into Sunday morning. By and large look, it is simply a lovely winter's day tomorrow, bucket loads of con- uh, uh, sunshine. <laughs> <the>
1: Welcome to another episode of the Bristol Digest The weekly podcast that chews the unsavoury cartilage of the previous week's news And spews out the views of two uninformed but shamefully well-endowed demagogues I'm Arp Sen and I'm joined as
0: ever by my good friend Paul Moss How's it going Paul? It is not going too bad It is not going too bad oh. <laughs> When you're as endowed as, as yeah. we are Yeah, well, it's, uh, you know
1: It's going to be alright, you know i felt the need to inform (laughs) hey people need to know people People need to know know. know. exactly (laughs) it's news so so top stories this week prime minister up to his eyes in panama paper caper Following the resignation of Icelandic Prime Minister Sigmundur Gunnlaugsson, Prime Minister David Cameron or Panama Red to his friends has found himself in hot water after his father was named as a client of Mossack Fonseca, the now notorious law firm named in the Panama Papers and the former Uruguayan midfielder with a penchant for ponytails and professional fouling. The Prime Minister's father, Ian Cameron, or no-tax Ian to his mates, was behind a large offshore investment fund that was set up to avoid tax. His interest in the fund passed on to the Prime Minister upon his father's death and was purportedly sold by the Prime Minister upon his election in 2010. Thankfully, the Prime Minister has helpfully indicated that people are to blame him for the lack of transparency regarding his affairs, showing what an absolute gent he truly is. A real tax-avoiding, parasitic gent. And also, it served to remind the masses that no matter how much the Prime Minister uses words like totes and pay packet he still represents the same bunch of top hat wearing grouse abusers as he always did Tests and uh, the next story is uh, tests revealed that the archbishop of Canterbury's mother was in fact a very naughty minx I'm not sure if you heard about this one um, <laughs> <laughs> the archbishop of Canterbury learned that it was 99.98% certain that his father was in fact not who he thought it would
0: be, did you hear about this? I, I, I did yeah I did in passing percent that's that is relatively certain there's not a lot there's not Um, a lot of doubt in there is there yeah there's
1: not a lot of doubt in that (laughs) um but uh yeah a dna test was undertaken by the kent-based ecclesiastical top dog uh showed that his father was not whiskey salesman gavin Welby, but instead it was winston churchill's private secretary sir anthony montague brown uh his naughty mother lady williams of elville uh, confirmed she had a liaison with C. Anthony, Sir Anthony just before she wed uh, Gavin Welby in 1955. Um, she said the news has come as an almost unbelievable shock and although <laughs> her memory of the time was patchy, she recalled sleeping with the former colleague uh, uh, Sir Anthony after a large amount of alcohol on, was consumed on both sides uh, she denied rumours that Sir Winston subbed in for Sir Anthony uh, whilst Lady Williams was coyly engaged but facing the other way, and it was also <laughs> denied that Sir Winston performed an act of what was later known to be Bill Clintonism on her with his <laughs> cigar. Uh, so yeah, that was quite a spicy story. Um, The next and final story is uh, France risks criminalising the entire male populace by outlawing prostitution. Uh, (laughs) Paying for sex (laughs) in France could now be punished by fines of over €3,000 as MPs voted to outlaw the practice following two years of legislative wrangling in trying to pass the controversial bill. Uh, Unsurprisingly, the bill has been met with protests, but not from salivating, camembert-breathed, prison convict-libidoed Frenchmen, but from women's rights and sex workers groups. Uh, In addition to criminalising what French politicians have long considered to be a fulfilling hobby, the activists believe the new law will lead to sex workers and vulnerable people being even more marginalised. There is also the further risk that the unindustrious, cash-strapped Frenchman may be compelled to have even more rape. May, may be compelled to behave even more rapey than before. With reported cases of unsolicited groping and calls of hee-haw, expected to rise significantly. So, um, big stories this week, Paul. Um, Enormous stories. Exactly. Wow. We we'll start with we'll start with what is easily the biggest story for. Oh. It's quite dominating. The Prime Minister
0: and his, uh, or just the Panama Papers generally. What do you make of all of that? I'm, I'm shocked. I'm truly shocked. I had always uh, had the Prime Minister and his mates down for a bunch of uh, regular taxpaying Joes. <laughs> so uh, that's, uh, that's, that's certainly how they present themselves. I was like, um, like really? The, the, the super rich aren't paying as much tax as they should be I know no way know. no way this was uh, this was shocking stuff yeah. revelations it's uh, crazy how some countries have dealt with this compared to us Iceland are like no we're not having this we've been here before yeah, <laughs> yeah we've had our problems yeah but, get out
1: but it was sh- it was shocking it was sort of surprising in a, in a way that say like you went home and someone had planned a surprise party for you and you found out about the party shortly before you got home, and then you opened the door and you had to pretend like you were surprised to see everyone there. <laughs> it was exactly the same as that for me. I mean, you know, like we all knew <laughs> that they're sort
0: of doing all of this nonsense with um, I mean, them tax uh, havens. They and had to do it. Um, they had to be. It's, it's such a the cliche of the sickeningly wealthy that, you know, no smoke without fire, and uh, <laughs> there appears to be a big. A big yeah. fire and uh, lots uh, of tax havens. I think I think I saw today as well
1: that um, David Cameron. Uh, firstly, he released his um, tax records, which apparently a prime minister has never yeah. done. So, yeah, you know, last hat, six years. Hats off, Dave. Well done. Yeah, exactly. Last six <laughs> years. Well off. done. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Dave, for doing it since you came prime minister. But um, and also he's proposing or he's going to bring in a a law that punishes people helping tax evaders and i was like well that's very noble but wouldn't you then have to punish half of your own government and like the whole of the hmrc because they just sit around helping people evade tax <laughs> it,
0: it seems you know like yeah there's gonna be a lot of people surely in trouble with that particular that, that particular route to, to solve the problem yeah
1: a lot of the front uh, a lot of the front bench <laughs> <laughs> would be yeah well, i think mean, all of the
0: all yeah. of the front bench is is crazy and it's yeah he released his uh released his last six years worth of uh, of tax statements yeah uh, unearthed some more shocking you know he got given about 200k from his uh from his mum, um so he didn't have to pay the the appropriate taxes when his dad died which is uh, a little bit shocking but the thing is though if you're uh, trying to avoid paying tax you're probably not going to put big details of that in your your tax return, are you? No. (laughs) (laughs) And also,
1: I think the point was, he, you know, the the interest in this fund, he sold it and Mm -hmm. he sort of, you know, cleaned out his affairs uh, when he became Prime Minister, which was in 2010, Mm i.e. six years ago. So...
0: Yeah, what was going on... Yeah, we don't care
1: what he did in the last six years because he's not stupid. He's the Prime Minister. He obviously knew that people were probably be scrutinizing his affairs exactly he's, he's bit, certainly
0: you're under the spotlight to an extent aren't to an you, extent when you are the when you are the leader of a, of a to an nation, extent i mean you're not under the spotlight
1: in a way that say like kim kardashian or oh, joey essex is under the spotlight
0: well cameron where, cameron doesn't have the the nude selfies that, that kardashian yeah is, so he just
1: doesn't have the authority or the and uh, his followers. his take with
0: ray j was was nowhere near as erotic so.
1: exactly exactly <laughs> But um, yeah, big big week for Mossack
0: Fonseca. Um, this, this this story is gonna gonna go like it's gonna it's got so much legs. There are more articles released in this than than anything that happened before with like Snowden, any of those guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like like two and a half million records or something. Numerous people caught up in it you know, it's gonna take a while to go through this.
1: Yeah, there's um and I think a I'd... lot of people are shitting themselves. Yeah, exactly. This I
0: mean... is for this is for the the super rich what it was like when um that dating website Madison Madison oh, I right, was yeah. called when that got hacked for yeah. dirt bags this <laughs> <is what> it's <laughs> like for for All rich guys.
1: Rich, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> if you're a rich if you're a rich dirt bag, it's been a rough six weeks for you really. <laughs> it um, has. It's been but... <laughs> it's been shaky. But I love the fact that, you know, um this seems to happen now periodically doesn't it there's these kind mm-hmm. of big disclosures or big hackings of of documents it's, it's a, we get a beautiful nice kind, of kind of sign of the age we live in yeah but it's also i mean is it are, are we being kind of tactically <laughs> 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 sort of just like disclosed information at certain times i don't know but um yeah this is this time as well like the the pa- whoever got the papers um i think briefed a panel of Sort of 109 different press agencies or something like that uh, across the world, and you know the Guardian or whoever were kind mm-hmm. of the the UK's sort of flag bearers. You know, like the Daily Mirror didn't really get in the room. They tried to, but you know, <laughs> their, no their their reporter turned up without a top on. You know, it was, all a bit, <laughs> it was all a bit silly. It was a sunny day. It was, it a, sunny day. It was a sunny day. Yeah, which was, why Sun's was out, guns out. Yeah, <laughs> she, <laughs> she was constantly on that lollipop. It was so unnecessary. But um yeah, but uh so what do you think about the Archbishop of Canterbury discovering that his father was in fact <laughs> the wonderfully named oh, Sir Anthony name. Montague Brown <laughs> I mean if you if you're gonna find out that your father is in fact not your own
0: father, I I mean, you couldn't choose a better name. Oh, Montague Brown. So, the only the only bad thing is that is that you've got to look back and watch the Archbishop is sixty. A sixty years of potential Montague Browning yeah. he could have had that he's missed out on. True. So would he's he... gotta be feeling he's gotta be feeling left out there. And I, I
1: suspect that he wouldn't have chosen the life of a priest because he would have been so in doing what the montague browns do which exactly is, is philandering. potential
0: archbishop mothers it's philandering
1: <laughs> i was really i was really disappointed to find out that um lady williams of elville so the arch <laughs> the archbishop's <laughs> mother i don't know if that's what he called her lady El- at <laughs> 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 uh, uh, dinner but uh, the poshest climax in history exactly <laughs> <laughs> lady <Williams of> <laughs> Um, but she was like, I was really, you know, she's just sort of, you know, she was an English uh, sort of aristocratic lady, or at least became that way. Um, but I was gutted that she wasn't sort of Polish or German, because then it would have been, you know, a great opportunity for a joke, you know, a la Churchill. Like, you know, so Anthony Montagu Brown showed Churchill that he's not the only one that can fuck a German or, <laughs> or <laughs> fuck a Pole or whatever. But it didn't. It didn't happen. And I actually researched it a bit. <laughs> I, like, found out about... I was trying to find out where she's from. And, you know, like... i have oh, gone cho- into her genealogy. What's, yeah, exactly. Has uh... <laughs> Churchill had ever had a beef with, like, people from, you know, Hertfordshire or something? But he hadn't. And, yeah. So it just
0: <laughs> didn't work. But That's a shame. That's a shame. shame. I'd like to think that when prime ministerial secretaries have, you know, illegitimate children who go on to be uh, archbishops, that they, they think of the comedy in it. Well, exactly. You I know, mean, it's selfish, selfish from Montague Brown there. To be honest,
1: but I, I, I like the um, account of the evening that <laughs> Lady de- Williams, <laughs> Lady Williams, provided. She said the news has come as an as almost an unbelievable
0: shock. Al- almost <laughs> unbelievable. Given Which... given her son's profession, the you know the story of of almost unbelievable childbirths and pregnancies. <laughs> yeah you know should be you know that is the cornerstone of that lot believe isn't it i mean so. i like
1: that's i like that you know i like the fact that that's the where that's where you went i was thinking you know w- was she doing something which <laughs> d- didn't normally <laughs> or wouldn't normally result in conception of a child <laughs> and therefore was it, that I am so you know like I was I'm really surprised you know like that, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> really? Re- what? That's not. How did they? What did it? I mean, because I was standing <laughs> that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were different so, times then. They was uh, It was a nation. Yeah, and you could just they, they ima- you could just imagine the same chair when Sir, Ant- Sir Anthony
1: Montague found out about it. You know, like in his office in sort of Whitehall, and he gets a phone call, <laughs> and he's kind of like, "What? Yeah, I, I I knew it," and just slams the phone down. I
0: knew, <laughs> I knew that would happen. Even if, even when I did that, it was. Still... <laughs> he must have known there was a, at least an outside chance of of something like that happening. Yeah, which is amazing. But it, it uh, I read that the Archbishop was surprised because it was nearly his birth was almost nine months to the day to the day of his uh, of his parent well, what he thought was his parents his mum and dad's wedding. Yeah. So what was what was she doing? That that means basically on the wedding day, just before. She's, yeah. Uh, she's having a bit of the old Montague Brown Town. It's, um, <laughs> that is... yeah.
1: And I know that you said brown or you said town because it rhymes with brown. Mm. But when you when you put it together as brown town, it's... If they had um, taken a trip to brown town, this, this <laughs> whole
0: mess would have been avoided, quite frankly.
1: Well, maybe, yeah. Maybe they tried to. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe that's why she was so surprised. Well, that's what I'm that's saying. So... That's what I've been trying to say. That's where I'm going. That's what I've been bloody well trying to say. <laughs> but, um... No, I, but yeah, it, it's yeah. What was she did? Because it's either the day, the day of the wedding, or the day before, mm. or something. So she had some sort of wild hen do, and Sir yeah. Mont- Sir Anthony Montague Brown wasn't making a lot of money
0: as perhaps he was a stripper secretary. before his uh, prime exactly. ministerial secretarial days,
1: or whilst being a prime ministerial secretary, he was just yeah moonlighting. Just used to turn up in like a bowler mm. hat and stuff, bow tie, and just um it's uh yeah but uh, poor old um poor old gavin welby i mean oh. poor, poor old welby Gary bell welby to uh to have that happen well you. well welby well 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 <laughs> welby um but yeah um and the, the last story of this week paul was um
0: the criminalization of purchasing sex. In this is France. Uh, this is outrageous. Why not ban cheese and baguettes? Unbelievable. This is the the, <laughs> the nexus of the Frenchman. I mean, I must um, I must say what? this
1: this sort of story like raised you know sort of talking about you know laws to do with sex and everything buying mm-hmm. sex or whatever. And I, am I buy stupid in thinking? I just thought it was illegal anyway. Is that just me? Like uh, you know what I mean? Like the fact that they were doing this, I was like, oh, that's like. It wasn't it. Illi- what was it legal before that in France? <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> what was what was the situation? I, I, I'm not sure of how how it how it works in France. I know here there's like is it solicitation? Like you <sighs> can you can buy it, but you can't promote it.
1: I, I have I have no idea. I have no idea. I I sort of um, is, yeah. I remember there was some One, sort of... a
0: great great testament to both of our, our innocence here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not knowing not knowing the ins and outs of uh, of whore law of whore oh. law, <laughs> 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 the whore
1: uh, laws. Um, but no, it's been um, it's been a quite a big deal apparently in France. I didn't and they, think so. They, they I didn't sort think of so. Um, yeah, people are kind of really up in arms about it. But it's yeah. it's the people that you would not expect. So uh, it was it was uh, women's rights groups and sex worker groups and things like that. And mm-hmm. um, they're they're very much of the view that it's uh, you know. I don't know if it's just bad for business or if it's kind of like bad, <laughs> bad, bad, bad for the health and stuff. I mean, it, it, I, I, yeah, who knows? Who knows? So, it's criminalizing anything is is
0: normally leads to pretty. Yeah, bad there's a there's a risk involved. And for me, it just seems it seems dangerous. I can't, you know, I'm not surprised that it's, uh, you know, it's not the the people who you'd expect making the noise about this. They're just sat at home yeah uh, with their wives yeah <laughs> just going yeah no about time about bloody time uh, yeah. this is this has gone on far too long i couldn't agree more this is <laughs>
1: I, I, you know i cannot believe it was even <laughs> this way you know i, mean, I didn't even know so they were what, three or five times we week is, I uh... used to go out yeah. um, but, <laughs> but it seems that they've restored some some semblance of control over them. yeah but, uh, it does um, but
0: it's uh, it seems crazy it seems crazy
1: well uh so those are the top stories this week on this day in history so paul you remember last week i gave you three facts I remember. and one of them uh you won't remember what they were <laughs> clearly. I remember the wrestlemania i i did yeah the wrestlemania <laughs> was one of them but um so th- those are three facts which may or may not have happened on the what was the third mm-hmm. of april uh the first one was uh whether or not it was uh barefoot boy with cheek uh, first night in New York. Uh, the second one was uh, whether or not it was Hulk Hogan defeating the Ultimate Warrior and the final one was Francis Drake completing his circumnavigation of the world and the answer was it was in fact Barefoot Boy with Chick, <sighs> uh first night unfortunately Hulk Hogan uh, defeated uh, the Ultimate Warrior on April the 1st so it was actually two days before Ooh, and Warrior Pinned Hogan that's, that's, exactly that's, that's, and Francis Drake completed his circumnavigation of the world on April the 4th <sighs> which is the day after so lo- So this week Paul, I've got three more <laughs> for you I'm ready um now as I sort of mentioned to you bef well, well before we started recording this I've I've gone for a bit of a different angle this week bit of a different angle um this time so last week all three of those things were actual events in history mm-hmm. um they just happened on different days this week one of these things is an event in history and the other two are not and I don't want you to guess which one <laughs> the event is right. and there's also a slight confession to make in that it relates to the 9th of April rather than the 10th which is actually today so um, apologies that's for okay. that it's, but, uh, it's, it's, that's okay it's
0: going to throw me a little bit but I'm good I did read uh, everything that happened yeah. on the 10th of April throughout history oh, there you go. starting with uh, the great expanse from singularity to a universe at the Big Bang but um, I'm sure that knowledge is going to come in useful elsewhere that's fine I'm sure, well that's fine. you never know you never know you never know <laughs> Uh, okay, fact number one: In
1: 1645, Lancastrian peasant William Batty had his stomach <laughs> sliced by a local justice of the peace, which led to the Batty Belly Riots of the same year. <laughs> you laughed about you laughed at William Batty. No, just, just I'm his a name. Child. Uh, and, Batty. <laughs> uh, fact number two is in 1719, the Prussian badger baiter Gerhard Mittelschnitz <laughs> Illegally baited a Saxon badger, leading to the Franco-Prussian badger wars of the 1720s. (laughs) And fact number three is merchant mariner Robert Jenkins had his ear cut off by a Spanish merchant, which led to the War of Jenkins' Ear, fought between Britain and Spain in 1739. So it's one of those three. One of them happened, two of them didn't that is a answers next week a tilly
0: of a pickle <laughs> which one are you going for I'm um, uh, so I want the I want the off. yeah I want the, the badger illegal one badger or, or belly slice. or old batty or old, the, uh, yeah. the batty slice um, I think uh, uh, my dad my dad taught me one thing never trust a Spaniard I'm going to go with the, uh, <laughs> the ear cutting it's got to be Mossy goes with I think we'll give you the answer next week <laughs> The Moss Report Now a story that caught my eye this week was the renaming of, uh, of the law school at George Mason University Virginia in the good old star spangled cheese and Trump loving United States of Merker. Uh, it was decided by the university to rename its law college after the recently deceased Supreme Court Judge Antonin Scalia. Now, Scalia was a divisive character, to say the least. He was opposed to affirmative action, uh, it was against accessible health care. He was strongly anti-immigration, devoutly anti-abortion. He supported and condoned the use of handheld rocket launchers under the Second Amendment. That's that's actually true. And he compared the morality of homosexuals <laughs> and animal abusers uh, and murderers. So, yeah, not, not the nicest guy, but not a terrible choice. <laughs> not a terrible choice. He did serve on the Supreme Court for 30 years. Uh, and he was appointed there by none other than the old renegade himself, Ronnie Reagans. Um, anyway, they decided <laughs> the new name of this law school would be the uh, Antonin Scalia School of Law, which seems absolutely perfect, doesn't it? A perfectly respectable name uh, for your law school. But it wasn't long until Eagle-Eyed Smarks noted that the acronym of the new school would be... And uh, are you ready for this? ASOL. The uh, Antonin Scalia <laughs> School of Law. A-S-S-O-L. ASOL. Uh, which is brilliant certainly a name that that people can get behind That's um pretty perfect pretty perfect, it's not bad really. it? it's not bad who wouldn't want to uh, go asshole um <laughs> yeah now i'm going to asshole next <laughs> just year just spent five years an asshole so i think i know what i'm talking about yeah um asshole is so <laughs> dirty man you want one, one of those asshole girls <laughs> i got a. oh my god i got a job cleaning asshole <laughs> it's, it's amazing it could go (laughs) on well it it could have gone on but incredibly poor spirits Uh, the school has since changed its name again to the Antonin Scalia Law School which is nowhere near as fun or seemingly appropriate for its gun loving racist homophobic but ultimately lovable namesake Antonin Scalia Now all this has led me to worry as 2016 seems to have become the year that all the celebrities die and if this continuing trend of renaming educational institutes after recently expired celebrities or People of Note continues I do see some troubles ahead. Already this week we've seen blushes from the newly named Terry Wogan Association of Technology the Alan Rickman School of Economics and the David Bowie University of Music for Artists Creative Education TWAT- Ass and debum face <laughs> debum face. <laughs> oh, debum face. <laughs> when there's when there's a
1: reggae slant to it, it just <laughs> makes it be, so. It? Be. <laughs> yeah. so uh, yeah.
0: what do you well, make so... of all that then, Art?
1: Well, I mean, it's very disappointing, uh, that they they backed away from what would have been, um, you know. A legendary hmm? choice of name for and it would have got you know it would have got people oh, going definitely. there wouldn't it people that otherwise Ooh, that, wouldn't have a gone. whole new but, um, range
0: of people who had never even thought of law as a as a vocation before enticed yeah by the
1: uh enticed by the prospect yeah. of asshole but they um they backed away from that and and yeah i mean it's um I, I was trying to think if i knew any other you know inadvertently funny funny acronyms and i and, and i can't think of any. Can you th- have, they, have we ever had that in England? Know you know, anything, like that, that uh, they've really any government departments or whatever that've gotten close to it. I mean, there's so many. I mean, I i think in America they tend a to use acronyms slightly yeah. more than we do. Yeah, um although I work in a place that seems quite obsessed with <laughs> them. This 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 sort of stuff is bound to happen, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Every now and then, the odd arsehole is going <laughs> to pop out.
0: Are you a frustrated billionaire, tired of Government Joe taking your unfairly earned gains? Are you worried about poor people, most of whom are probably brown, being given even one of your trillion or more pennies? Are you a world leader, with an inflated portfolio of questionable income revenue streams, looking for a safe haven to keep greedy socialists away from your fortune? Well I'm Mystic Simon Teller. And I'm the amazing Peter Fortune, and we're the UK's first spiritualist financial advisors for the sickeningly rich. Greedium and and we we can help. Channeling the spirit of the Prime
1: Minister's late father, Ian Cameron, with our patented Mossack Fonseca offshore
0: Ouija board, we can tell you the safest haven for your cash. That's right Simon, we've helped hundreds of the world's most offensively wealthy dirtbags from paying even a single penny in tax. From Davi Ogunlauksen to Jackie Chan, the spirit of Ian Cameron has helped them all. And if you're an oligarch, Arabian prince, wealthy industrialist, Hollywood star, political figure, professional sportsman or spoiled aristocrat, he can help you too. Book an appointment today
1: and gasp in amazement as the ghoulish spectre of Big Daddy Cameron time and time again puts together chains of complex offshore companies to keep the red hand of
0: communism away from your loot. Be amazed as the Mossack Fonseca Offshore Ouija Board enlists the help of hundreds of unwitting residents of the Bahamas and the British Virgin Islands to sign fraudulent company documents for you. Meaning every piece of advice we give you is from beyond the grave, but above the law. The haunting presence of Ian Cameron can help your non-tax fortune grow to a truly disgusting and (gasps) insulting amount. But wait, there's more. Connect with the purgatorial prime ministerial parent of posthumous prophet today and you'll receive this great special offer. For no extra fee, the macabre shadow of Ian Cameron will use your untaxed treasures to flood the UK property market, driving prices up for peasants and profits for princes. So be silent while we summon the will of the Dark Lord to grant us access to the fifth and darkest realm of hell and come forth the spirit of Ian Cameron, come forth
1: and keep the taxman away from uber rich scum by exploiting international tax loopholes for the tax avoidance purposes which is somehow
0: 100% perfectly legal but unfair and morally reprehensible. So what are you waiting for? Light a candle in a dark room and say Ian Cameron three times into a mirror today and speak to one of our coven of white witch accountants. Our shrewd financial acumen and gifts of psychic medium are ready to help.
1: Greedium. Greedium. sports this week and uh, this week's unlucky bastard of the week uh, is four time major winning South African golf supremo Ernie Els who suffered a complete meltdown at the Masters in Augusta on Friday taking six putts to down the ball from less than two feet have you seen this I
0: day? did I did see this yeah oh, poor old poor old
1: Els. really um, quite quite alarming uh, yeah. he, he I mean he starts by just it's so close he starts by just trying to knock it in (laughs) one-handed and then he misses and then he tries again and then he misses and then he sort of composes himself to stand you know and putt it properly you know as if it was a real putt and he misses, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it spins out quite far at that point. And then he again just again just sort of like casually just tries to walk up and just and just backhand it into it and misses, you know. <laughs> and then takes just a tap in again, just stands there facing it, one handed taps it in, misses, <laughs> and then the final one. Oh LZ. Well, he basically like um, I guess he kind of hooks it with his golf club, <laughs> and I don't think it's even a legal. I mean, I don't know much about golf, but I don't think that's a legal.
0: <laughs> Putt, you know, to sort of that's... hook it with your golf club. Are you allowed but... to uh, lie down and, like, a snooker, like, use your club as a snooker cue and pot it? it Is it, that like if what, that's yeah illegal, then the other thing should what what else that should be that's true it should be illegal. That's my, but, I mean, my opinion. I, I think at that point, <laughs> I I thought he was gonna cry.
1: I mean, it was oh, so. I mean, you saw it, did you? It's painful. It's 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 an anguish
0: to watch yeah. that poor man. But it's that it's sort of like it, it,
1: it's it, you know like you see it. it it's you know. um so the yips. Have you ever? Have yeah, you the made, yips. Yeah, yeah, The yeah, yips like, in uh, sports. So it just goes. Like, it just you, you, you just, just forget. forget. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it happened to I think it was Simon Kerrigan. I think his name was. He played for he played one match for England, mm. uh, and yeah, I can't remember which county he played for in the cricket team. And uh, he just he just forgot how to bowl. You know. He yeah, ran it, up happened. And just, it happened.
0: to uh, Eric Bristow, the dance player. As well. Eric Bristow, the dance yeah.
1: player, exactly. Um, so it's actually quite. It's very yeah. unedifying to watch, but um, also <laughs> quite, quite, quite hilarious. It but is a um, bit funny. Uh, and the so that's unlucky bastard of the Week's Ernie Els, and douchebag sportsman of the week <laughs> um, this week. Uh, so this week's douchebag sportsman of the week is Liverpool footballer Colo Touré, uh, following choice. claims Good made, <laughs> yeah, following claims made this week that he's treated his maid like a slave. Now these are only claims, and they were claims made to a newspaper known for being crap and did you read on a
0: newspaper i saw it, it was... on the day i saw it on the daily mail so yeah Wee, take that, <laughs> oh, take that. Take shots net. fired shots take fired
1: that. <laughs> take that think about the mail it's fair for the people so uh you're <laughs> taking that at the, at the mail you're taking that at the people you know what i mean um <laughs> but anyway it's uh so alice sawyer was the name of the maid which is a really mm-hmm. sort of movie star name anyway, but uh, Alice Hoy, who was forced to work 16-hour days for minimum wage and Less than so minimum scared wage. of Toure's wife that she fled the footballer's Cheshire mansion. Uh, the main claims her passport was withheld by the Toure's. She was made to tie Mrs. Toure's shoe laces and perform other menial tasks with their duties often not finishing until 3am. I-, I wonder why they felt like they had to withhold her passport. Did they suddenly think that they were Qatari construction you know <laughs> contractors looking Perhaps to build they, stuff for the world cup because yeah they just know. thought
0: that was how things are done yeah like they saw what the what, how Qatar were going about it and it's like all oh, right we've got some we've got some workers you, yeah, you got their passports like colo no you like should a, probably ra- gather them they could leave at any time
1: i mean it also <laughs> brings it also brings into sharp focus uh the sort of massive entitlement of footballers these days it would seem Uh, i don't know if you remember um jermaine defoe um, yes yes looking to advertise for a pa and he's going to pay the pa 60 grand a year but he wanted the pa to be a kind of marketing manager Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and sort of launch jermaine defoe as a global brand (laughs) which which the world
0: is wait still waiting for the world is still waiting waiting for jermaine
1: defoe um, <laughs> that Jermaine Defoe cereal. Yeah, or just out. like Jeezy or whatever. You know, like Kanye West has that yeah. clothing line. Jeezy. They'll be like the same. It would be. No, what's Kanye West called? Weezy. Weezy. Yeah, weezy. Have he you seen was, what it looks uh, like? Asthma when he
0: was a kid. Exactly. where that
1: comes from. Have you seen the clothes? Have you seen Weezy? I've, Wheezy I've.
0: Yeah, I saw. I haven't looked at much because uh, I've no interest in, in Kanye West, but I did see a plain white t shirt like nothing was on it plain white t-shirt I, wheezy and it was a, a trillion bucks or something like insulting. I saw
1: I saw a picture of some show I suppose that they had to launch wheezy clothes <laughs> and it was hun- you know a lot a lot of people on a stage and they were all you know purporting to wear wheezy clothes and I'll, I'll, all I could say is they looked like the cast of Waterworld you know like they were <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were wearing sort of post apocalyptic, he's got his gills on. Yeah,
1: just like post apocalyptic, like tattered garms. And I just thought that looks so shit. But that's in, in Kanye West's mind, that's that's the world he
0: lives in, isn't it? He lives in some weird That's it, but he's uh he's made uh noises about becoming president in the future, isn't he? Um which, you know, given that the Trump situation isn't unbelievable. So perhaps he's preparing
1: Perhaps he is. Uh, he's
0: preparing the nation for uh, the tyrannical reign of uh, President we- Earth President Kanye. Um, <laughs> I mean, if ever, yeah, well, he is... nukes nukes the world over Twitter beef. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I need to. I haven't really um, kept much uh, track of Kanye West on Twitter recently. I should. I should try and because he sort of gone quiet, wasn't it? He? he had a he had a little little period. Of he did. He had a meltdown like a couple of, of weeks ago. He just. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, just lost it. He was like, yeah, Zuckerberg, I need money. What?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dear. Well,
0: uh, um, that's an app. And that brings
1: this week's show to an end. Be sure to tune in again next week. Uh, It's goodbye from me,
0: Sen. And I'm Paul Moss. I need to believe what people tell me. Let all my fans know I love them. But a gay fish just can't live in the outside world forever. Don't be sad for me, guys. I'm going home. So let's now-